0: It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. Living. Welcome to the Yes I Can Living podcast and TV cast. I am so excited to be here with Stella Reed today. I'm Kathy Alessandro the Yes I Can coach and the publisher of Yes I Can Living magazine. Before we get started today, I just want to make sure that you have subscribed to the latest issue. We are sending out a complimentary issue right now, yesicanliving.com, and you can get um, that print edition. You can hold it in your hands. We've got all kinds of great articles, and then be sure to visit our website. We've got podcasts and articles and posts and, and experts who are sharing with you so that you can really step into living that Yes, I Can life for you. So today we have Nanny Stella Reed. Over her 30 years in the childcare industry, Nanny Stella has helped families all over the world live a more peaceful life at home. You may be familiar with Nanny Stella from her work on the hit television show Nanny 911 and one of her many books she's written. You may not know that Nanny Stella is a real-life British nanny and dedicated parent coach who is eager to help families thrive. She's always looking to help train and develop nannies to reach their full potential with the goal of helping make perfect nanny family placements possible. After becoming a parent herself, Nanny Stella is more determined than ever to make a meaningful difference as a parent coach, as she now understands some of the struggles parents faced firsthand. Whether Nanny Stella is working with a celebrity client or a regular family, her solutions-based approach is accredited and proven. Her non-judgmental, no-nonsense style means she helps family develop a plan to achieve their goals and then helps them stay the course with the ultimate goal of helping families live happy and peaceful lives. So, Stella, welcome to the call. (laughs) Hi, Kathy. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. We've got lots to talk about, Um, so we're going to dive right in. So let's talk a little bit first, you know, for people to get a little bit you know, uh, more information about you and who you are and, and even the 9911. Tell me a little bit about um, how you started your business, how you got to this place today.
1: Okay. Uh, first of all, let me say congratulations on your new magazine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, how did I get to this place today? So um, people ask me that, you know, how did you, why did you start a business? But um I didn't really have much choice. It, it sort of drove me. I've always been what you would call um, entrepreneurial mm-hmm. um, from a very young age. I was selling um, at a term. You guys call it garage sale. I call it garage sale uh, now because I live here. But um, we called it a jumble sale. So I had this table outside <laughs> my grandmother's house with all these, you know, wears and tears on. And I sold them um, to raise money for the youth theater that I was in. So that was th- there was always something going on. Um, you know, I'm one of those people that gets attracted by nice, shiny objects. <laughs> um, so having a business was a nice, shiny object. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it comes with its uh, trials and tribulations, but um, I didn't I didn't I didn't have a choice. It it chose me. Um, I I started it officially in 2006. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually um, on the show at the time and, you know, did the whole official thing of creating a corporation, doing all that good legal stuff. Um, And here we are now, what, 14 14 years later and I, I've still got it just by the skin of my teeth some days but I've got it
0: <laughs> oh, so much fun no you you are well known and loved by many and um you know you've created quite a brand and being on the television show and all the books that you've written uh, a number of books right and everything that's going along with that so as you've come along in the last um number of years since that what has been some of your biggest challenges and how have you overcome them um, Biggest
1: challenges of being a um, small business owner, um, you know, working mom, mom entrepreneur, whatever label you want to give it. I think the biggest challenge, which I'm, I'm still, you know, working on and, and evolving through, is being by yourself. It can be pretty isolating. Um, you know, um, I'm. I, I used to class myself as a, you know, a one woman show, but I have a, a team um, that that help me. Um, prior to having the team who I, you know, um, I don't want to, I don't want to live without, let me be clear um, prior to having the team, I would outsource and have people, you know, come on, you know, simple things that aren't simple, but like having a bookkeeper or a tax person, um, you know, things now that are my Achilles heel, like social media, you know, th- there's a lot to be done, especially in this current world, um, and I, I think the, the biggest challenge for me was not having a team and creating a team. I tried quite a few times um, and there's something about me. I'm a connector and I'm creative and I, I have really great ideas for people. You know, so somebody will come along and they'll be helping me out, but I'll know they're passionate about something else. So then I talk them into going off and doing something by themselves, which leaves me in the wind but that's okay. You know, I think you're meant to be where you're meant to be with who you're meant to be at exactly these moments in time.
0: Right. Absolutely. So let me take it one step further on that. How long into your entrepreneurial journey did it take you to realize and accept the idea that you needed help and to bring in some people. I mean, so many of us try to do, you know, the one woman show thing, right? We try to hold on and it's really stepping into it and, and honing in and focusing on your area of brilliance, which is the child or the family unit, right? Right not the bookkeeping or the marketing or whatever. So how long did it take you into your business to get clear that you needed to bring in, you know, not necessarily staff, whether it was virtual or whatever and give yourself permission to do that. If I'm being really uncomfortably candid way
1: longer than it should have done. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say about five or six years Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm still fine tuning it now. You know, I'm still, um, you know, people it ebbs and flows doesn't it you know you might have started out with this accountant and then you've changed to this accountant um but i would say the last five years it's been a lot more solid um Mm -hmm. but if 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 that was one of those questions like what would you you know what would this version of yourself tell the younger version of yourself Uh it would be get support you know even if that's um you know, I'm a firm believer in family and family businesses. I try to enrol everybody. Um, I mean, at one point, you know, many for many years, my mum was, you know, sitting in her little house going through all my receipts for tax time. Um, I think whatever that support looks like um, to you, try try and get it. Um, as early on as as you possibly can but I think the trick for an entrepreneur is actually letting go of the reins Mm -hmm. and actually identifying what your strengths and your weaknesses are because you ultimately think you can do it all and, and you start out doing it all but you know I appreciate what you said is my time is not best spent doing the bookkeeping Mm -hmm. somebody else is i mean i can bookkeep. don't get me wrong i have a little piece of paper says that i've done some accounting course (laughs) but my time is not best spent doing that and somebody else is much better at it and and more proficient and you know it's more time and cost effective Mm -hmm. um but i think it's really just sitting down and honing in hey you know what am i good at what am i best doing and then Even just outsourcing, um, you know, virtual assistants, whatever that looks like, whether it's a friend or an intern or family member. um, Yeah. Get get some get some
0: support. Yes. Well, that is one of my questions. Uh, You know, what would your current self tell your younger self? So that's a good and that's an important one. I think there are so many um, entrepreneurs who begin a business and they try to do everything. And I, even myself included, you know, 25 years ago, right? I, I r- juggle all the balls. And the fact yeah. was, is it was much more efficient for me to be on the phone, you know, talking with an advertiser or working with something or even now coaching, right? And have somebody else doing that area, you know, bookkeeping. See, I don't have that piece of paper that the bookkeeping. Oh my gosh. I, I'm a mess when it comes to the number piece. I can read my PL and and I do. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, hiring support in, in areas that are not your area of brilliance, that's a, that's a critical piece and a great tip. Thank you. For Absolutely. Absolutely. You're welcome. Yep. And I, you're not alone in that. So one of the things you had talked about, um, you know, when I asked about challenges was the fact that, you know, you're kind of isolated as a, as an entrepreneur. So let's take that a step further because you've talked a lot recently um, about isolation schooling. You know, we are in a time like none of us have experienced in this world. Um, and right now while we're recording this, um, you know, in October of 2020, kids, For the most part, are still learning from home, certainly in the Los Angeles area and in other parts of the country as well. And it has um, left very much an isolation piece in that. And you've talked a lot about that and written some about that. Would you like to share a little bit, you know, with our audience a little bit more about that, you know, as, as Nanny Stella and as a mom and how you're coping and dealing with that? I, I'd love to share. I'm I'm kind of a dog with a bone, um, you know. <laughs> not
1: that we're going to any parties at the moment, um, but if I, if I was out socialising with somebody right now and they wanted to talk to me about homeschooling, um, I might jump down their throat with, "Oh uh, no, it's not homeschooling. Um, it's definitely virtual schooling." You know, we've got um, you know uh, Zoom going on and these all all these wonderful apps and different ways of connecting. But, you know, my my when I think of homeschooling, I, I think of um, kind of excitement and enjoyment and people really want to do that. They've made a conscious choice for whatever reason to homeschool their children, whether that be themselves uh, or they've hired a homeschool teacher or. Um, I just don't feel that way about the situation we're in with what I've labeled isolation schooling. I feel that was forced on us, not, you know, nobody to blame, circumstantial, um, you know, we're all going through it the world over. But, um, you know, full disclosure, this is this is not my forte, you know, being at home and um, doing the schooling piece. Mm -hmm. um, I have a nine year old and, and, and I get frustrated in the fact that I feel I'm having to supervise him more than he's ever been supervised in school. You know, there's a lot of distractions. Um, so I do have sort of, you know, tips and tricks out there. I've, I've made a video talking about isolation schooling and I've uh, put out a PDF on social media about, you know, some tips and tricks. Um, just my my biggest piece is is that support piece. And, and I I've sort of mastered this a little bit. Um, with my friend, um, I hope she doesn't mind throwing her in here, my friend Teresa, and she's the mother of Joseph. And what we do is one day, well, two days a week, we trade off. So for example, on a Monday, um, it it can change, but on a Monday, Mason would go to Joseph's and on a Wednesday, Joseph would come here. That's been great in the fact that, don't get me wrong, they can squabble and they can be noisy and they can still get distracted but also they can also be really great for each other and help each other. So they're supporting each other, but it also, um, particularly because I am still running a business that gives me a day now where I know I can really get things done without interruption. I don't want my son to be nervous or hesitant to come and ask for help when he needs it. But I also do need that, um, mental wealth day where I know I can go you know to work or get a cup of coffee and and sit quietly it's usually a cup of tea with me but um I'm going off at a tangent that that piece for me the the um support system within the parenting
0: sphere for me has been really really valuable right right that's a that's a great tip I mean I think there's a number of women, you know, um, whether they're a mompreneur or not, who are working from home and trying to juggle this, this ah, piece, right. You know, and how do you, um, how do you keep an eye on your kids and make sure they're getting what they need, but then you've got a job to hold down to pay the bills or to, you know, you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to grow. Right. Yeah. So, um, is there other, other than, I mean, I love the idea of switching families, right. You know, you've got a, a safe family and you're doing that with, and so each of you get that time. Um, anything else that you would suggest, particularly for a mompreneur, you know, somebody who's got her own business and trying to, to grow it and take that time, um, you know, blocking it certainly is an important one.
1: I was actually thinking
0: just to throw out a
1: blanket statement there about everybody in particular about, you know, parenting in general. And I talk, I talk about this a lot when I'm coaching parents, you've got to do what works for you, not work, not what works for your mom, not what works for your neighbor, um, And not necessarily what works for your partner who who might be going out of the home working. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one of the things, for example, uh, one of my friends, um, working mom, look, we're all working moms. I don't want to um, give the impression that I'm um, mom shaming anyway, people that don't actually have a job. Being a mom is a full time job. But I mean, in addition to being a mom, a friend of mine just took a leave of absence from her position because she's isolation schooling three children right somebody else might not be in a financial position to do that i don't know that she's actually in a financial position to do that but what she weighed up was that for everybody's benefit mental wealth again you know the 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 sanctity of you know the 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 spirit of her family that she's taken the leave of absence um from from her job Mm -hmm. so I think even for myself some of my situation I've pulled back from you know in at the very beginning of this um, when I was matching nannies I actually stopped matching nannies and actually you know hit pause Mm -hmm. I've come back on it now because I've got a rhythm going where I am able to um, accommodate you know my family life as well as my working business life Um, so I, I think really sort of Take a step back and assess what's going to work for you. Do not beat yourself with twigs, any of us. You know, give ourselves a pat on the back. But as far as tips at home, you know, finding a space if you can. Um, I saw um I saw something on social media a few weeks ago that actually broke my heart. I think it actually ended up being wonderful, but I saw two young girls sitting outside Taco Bell to access Wi-Fi to do their schoolwork Mm -hmm. you know i mean i'm not saying people you know i'm not saying people have to go to those lengths if you don't have to but you've got to do what works for you Mm -hmm. um so creating a space you know i mean obviously um at home you know an area where your child i don't want them to be isolated in a negative way Mm -hmm. um at one point we put (laughs) we put this amazon box around mason to, to kind of you know they're, they're like privacy pods in offices. We, we put this thing around in one day to really just hone in on focusing mm-hmm. you know and not being distracted by what's going out going on outside the window right. having breaks um, Also you know I, I've done things that I was able to do where we in an afternoon one day I said to him, do you want to go to the beach? and we just went that wasn't on the agenda right um not everybody's as blessed to live as close to the beach as i do but even if it's just going getting up and going for a walk or Mm -hmm. i know now um the parks are opening just doing something to take yourself away from that computer and that screen time and maybe shake off some of that um um I call it fidgety, you know, mm-hmm. um, other people I know have uh, put by those, uh, pedal cycle things yeah. under the table. I know oh. these, these are sounding like crazy things, but again, if that's working for them, absolutely do it, you know, uh, but definitely getting up, taking a break, shaking things off, coming back to it. Um, one of the things that we're getting better at now is planning out, uh, lunch and planning out snacks. So that when you have your break, you can go get it so that then I'm not in there making lunch and making snacks. You know, he can grab something, an apple, um, packet of chips, you know, string cheese. It, it really is forward planning. Like anything we do, it's setting yourself up for success. If you do these little things, they're going to help you in the long run.
0: Right. That makes total sense. I There's a woman I follow in Texas. I love her to dad. She's uh, on one of our podcasts, too. Pam Owens and she she has the cafeteria and she does pictures of it every morning right so the cafeteria is just like a buffet in her home right where the cafeteria is set up and this is what's for, for lunch right or for breakfast and she's got a chalkboard with a message on it each day that I love that to her kids and her kids are a little bit older than yours but having that I mean that was what she was saying too having having that thing so it's you're not being interrupted they've got something they can go do. Um, but I love also this idea that, um, you know, it doesn't always have to be planned out. And if you sense that your child is really struggling or needing to get up or if mom <laughs> is losing her mind, right, going to the beach or going for a walk or going to the park, um, that that's OK, that we need Absolutely. to, you know.
1: Absolutely. I mean, if, if I could give if, you know, if, if just one person can have a takeaway from this today or, or whenever this, you know, is out there is just give yourself permission. Like if you're looking for permission right now to take a break, I'm 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 giving it you. If if it needs me to give it to you, I'm giving it to you. Because definitely in that week when I said about taking the break to go to the beach, we took two. Mm-hmm. I don't recall why that was a tough week, but it was a tough week. And I identified that he and I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um Quite frankly, it didn't cost a lot of money. It cost the parking at the beach. You know, I took a chair, he took his board mm-hmm. and it really blew off the cobwebs. You know, we came back refreshed um, and and maybe sleep as well. And, and you know, also I know everybody's talking about, you know, gaining weight during these times. You know, those planning those snacks as well. It We can do that for ourselves, not just our kids, mm-hmm. you know plenty of water, trying to get as much sleep as you possibly can. Hey, heck, if you need a nap, take a nap. Right. You know, do what you need to do for you to recalibrate.
0: Right. Well, that goes, that speaks to that whole piece about if you don't pour into yourself, how are you going to pour into your kids and, and be there and strong? Because it's 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 a stressful time for sure. It is. It is. Um, what would you suggest? Just one more question I have for you on the, uh, as Nanny Stella, yes. um, you know, I've, I've heard from parents, um, you know, their kids are really, um, acting out more, you know, and I think there's gotta be so much stress on them that we don't really necessarily see, but it comes out in other ways. So is there anything else besides, um, you know, taking a break or going to the park or something that you would suggest in helping them work through this, um, isolation schooling on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, definitely giving them some some praise and some positive reinforcement, um, because we're all guilty of this, myself included. You know, we're we're getting frustrated, we're getting tired. And then you hone in on the fact that they've done something wrong. You know, maybe they haven't turned in a piece of work. Maybe they didn't go into the breakout room. I mean, everybody's schooling is looking very different right now. But how about just checking in and saying, hey, you had a good morning. You know, thank you. It, it really helped me a lot uh, that you were present um, and you weren't disruptive um, and I was able to get things done. And maybe it's that um, sort of unspoken reward system of, hey, because we were able to get that done today and we have a good day, we've had a good day. We can go off and do something. Mm-hmm. We can take a break. We can go grab an ice cream cone, you know, whatever that looks like. Uh, but definitely some praise because... I don't think that kids are getting enough credit and and it's really um, pertinent that you've asked that because I'm sort of working on that in my head for my, my next newsletter. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're not getting, nobody's really giving them any kudos, you know? I mean, let's face it. They was my son was literally scooped up on March 13th uh, on a Friday afternoon. And basically apart from a little small pod, hasn't been to school, hasn't seen his friends, hasn't hung out with his teacher, hasn't run around the yard. I mean, how would it, it's like a it this is gonna sound a little bit alarmist, but to me some of this like it's like a version of kidnapping. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been scooped up and you've been plunked at home. And look, I, I'm not being ungrateful. I mean, you know, our our ancestors lived through war. I mean, I think about the diary of Anne Frank and I don't know how on God's Earth people coped, but I don't think they're getting enough recognition for living through this as kids. Right.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that's really kids of all ages too. I mean the the younger ones who are in school, those who are seniors in high school and how that's, you know, affecting them or college. I mean and just what that what that's gonna especially for the younger ones, what that's gonna do for them socially as um, you know, as we get further along here, having this year of isolation. And I mean, in fact is it probably will be a close to a year by the time that uh, that they're back in the classroom and, and all that kind of stuff.
1: I know that frightened, that makes my eyes pop out of my head. I right? know. I'm I, sorry. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Definitely. Unfortunately, I
0: agree. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, for those who believe in that. Um, so let me ask you, let me go back to business a little bit and, you know, how things are working. How would you define success?
1: Oh, I love this question. Um, I, think, um, I, I think it's it's bigger than business for me. It, it goes to, to life in general. Um, at, at one point, it used to be a very big financial component. It's not, I mean, finances are very important. Don't get me wrong. But se- success for me is really today being a better version of who I wa- tomorrow being a better version of who I was today. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if, you know, that's my life, I'm my business. I want to be improving all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's what, that's what success looks like for me, being a better version of myself tomorrow than I was today.
0: And do you think that would, uh, you know, being that you're a parent coach, would you say that that would be your definition too as a parent?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, you know, it's, it's having your goals. You know, it, at one point it was like achieving your goals. Well, we should have goals as parents. You know, um, I say all the time, we, we spend so much time thinking about the car we're going to drive or the vacation we're going to take, but we really don't think about um, what kind of parent we're going to be, what role we're going to play. Mm-hmm. So I say to parents that don't really know that, like, you know, hit pause, take a breather and think about that you know, what, what you, what you want to see yourself as a parent. Um, yeah, absolutely. As a parent, um, you know, be a better version of parent yeah. tomorrow than you were today.
0: Well, you know, on that same token, then let's, let's do a little bit into, because you did, you sent an email out recently about mental wealth, right? And so being a better parent tomorrow is going to need to incorporate taking care of oneself <laughs> as
1: absolutely. a parent, Absolutely,
0: right? Yeah. Do you want to touch a little bit on this whole idea of mental wealth, mental health and, um, you know, how we can really I mean, yes, take a walk or whatever. But what is that component for self-care that um, can make such a difference for a mom? Um,
1: I've I've got a funny story to throw in here and I won't tell you the family member, but um, I went to um, to relationship counseling many years ago. I went to counseling. And I was having a fight with a family member and they said to me, you need to go back. It didn't work the first time. <laughs> <laughs> they shall remain nameless. But, you know, when I was growing up, um, nobody talked about mental health. They didn't. It was it was a taboo subject. Yeah. Um, you know, we go to the doctors for coughs and colds. And obviously we go to the doctors during these times. Um but it was it was kind of like framed upon if if people had um per se issues you know there was a there was a when i think about it now it it, it was a joke then but it's now now to me it's offensive that somebody was a loony or they went to the loony bin right mm-hmm. um i think mental health and that extra step that mental wealth that preparation to really take care of yourself is so paramount now i think it's it's your mental health to me is is even it surpasses your physical health because mm-hmm. you don't see it. You don't see it like you see the aches and pains and the ailments of, of being physically sick. Right. Um, so, yeah, I invite people to prepare for that. And, you know, my sort of my, my little, um, t- you know, tip is that I, I want myself and other I use a cup of tea. I want people to give from the overflow right? You can take from, I'm so, I've taken such good care of myself and I'm in such a really good spot here. Have, you know what I mean? I can help you. I can do this. We, you know, we can do that. But when you're taking from something that's depleted, Mm -hmm. you're depleting me even more. And I'm I'm not really being of service to you. And I think as parents, there's a, you 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 read articles about this all the time there's a reason they tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself first on the aeroplane mm-hmm. you know because then you can take care of those around you and 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 especially um you know, for parents and, and moms, you know, self-care and mental wealth, which for me is planning. It's, it's, it's like taking care of yourself, you know, being in, tr- being in control, um, mapping things out, um, you know, and, and also having fun, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> moms, I don't see moms having a lot of fun prior to this, you know, they're they're really taking care of everybody else and not themselves. So for me, it's, Give from the overflow. Don't take from being depleted.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: I love that. And
0: I think, you know, that's an important piece of, of Yes, I Can Living, right? It's one of the pillars, the three foundational pillars of it is self-care. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't, self-care is not selfish. But but I think that's how indirectly and maybe not, not, not
1: deliberately, that's what we've been programmed to believe. And I think when you think of self-care, people think of like getting your nails done, or you know getting getting a massage pond. or you know it, it, it's it doesn't have to, it's not that it's it's taking care of yourself so that you can take care of your 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 family and right. you know you, taking care of your relationship with your partner not just about your your, your kids you know right yeah and I, I think also that because, you know, I really do be, believe that we are role models, we're also sending a message to our children that we are important, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, no, um, I would agree with you wholeheartedly. And I think it's, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, time in the morning by yourself or journaling or, or having that cup of tea, you know, like you were talking about, right, where the, whether you get up early before the kids are up. Um, you know, or whether your significant other or your partner is watching the kids on a weekend, so that you know, or at least a Saturday, so that you can go do whatever it is that fills your soul. Yeah, that's an important piece, a super important piece. Like you said, you can't, you know, you can't, um, afford- yeah, le-
1: le- let me throw myself under the bus here. I'm still a work in progress myself. You know, this oh. from, from me working with you. One of the things that I want to be accountable for is blocking off that time in a morning for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to have a cup of tea to read a book to journal um you know even if it's four words about gratitude to start your day in that way that that's what you're presenting to your family you know especially to my son he's nine um but I've been guilty of getting up and opening my phone you know it's not even my computer my phone because that's where everything comes to reading my emails, looking at social media, and then sometimes that sets the tone for my morning with him. Cause sometimes I'm already really wound up. Right. I've had I've had an email that's tweaked me and set me off, which I don't want to I don't want to come from that place. I don't want to be that reactive. I want to have my time with myself. I want to time have my time with him and then I want to go into my day. So you know blocking time off for yourself. Um, I sort of have this standing joke with people but it's not a joke you know I block time off now for myself that when somebody asks me are you available I actually say I have an appointment I don't tell them it's with myself right quite frankly not being rude it's none of their business yes exactly I have an appointment that I may be able to move or I may not be able to move that's to my discretion right you know, but again, we, you know, we put in our calendars, the soccer and we put in our calendars, the volleyball and we put in our calendars, the dance, you know, for our kids. But do we put in the calendar, that cup of tea or cup of coffee or that 30 minutes for ourselves?
0: I know zillions of people that don't. Yeah. So I think on average, most don't, unfortunately. And then we suffer as mothers, we suffer for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, if somebody wants to connect with you, they want to get more information on, from Nanny Stella and all that. Where would they go to do that? The easiest place to find me is at They can email,
1: They can email me there; that comes directly to me. And then the social media. And being the momnesia brain I am, I can't even tell you my handles right now. <laughs> um, but you'll find me. You'll find me on um, Facebook. You'll find me on Instagram. Um, you'll find me on Twitter. Um, even though I have a love hate relationship with all those places, <laughs> um, the easiest place to find me is at nannystella.com.
0: Awesome. Wonderful. And I know on your social media, you do give tips and all that kind of stuff. So, and I believe it's nannystella uh, is the handle on, uh, on Instagram. Thank you. So, for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nanny Stella. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out and, and all the posts that are going on. Awesome. Well, let me just um, ask you one final question that I ask everyone who comes on our show. Take a drink of water for this one. Yeah. So yeah, right. Prepare yourself here. What makes you a yes, I can woman? Um,
1: being tenacious, having tenacity. Um, I'm. I'm like a dog with a bone. If I say I'm going to do something it doesn't matter how long it's going to take me. I am going to do it. If I say, I'm, if I say I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, if I say I'm going to create a podcast, I'm, I'm going to create a podcast. And I have, a I have a joke, you know, that there's, you know, somebody might put a roadblock in front of me. Let's call it a wall, not to put any connotation on any walls being built by anybody at the moment in the world. But, um, I might not have the physical stamina to get under the wall, but I will tunnel underneath the wall or I will find a way to knock the wall down. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Tenacity for me is, is
0: the yes I can. I love it. I love it. And you are tenacious indeed. Awesome. Well, Nanny Stella, thank you so much for joining us on today's show. I hope that you will connect with her at nannystella.com or on one of her many social media platforms. Um, Lots of great tips and resources. And thank you for the permission for the self-care and taking care of ourselves and, um, and really, um, you know, honing in on that, especially during this time.
1: Absolutely.
0: Thank you, Stella, for joining Permission. Thanks for having me. You bet. And for everybody who's listening, we will see you next time on Yes, I Can Living. Again, don't forget to hop on over to our site. YesICanliving.com. Until then, have a wonderful day and enjoy living your Yes, I Can life. Bye-bye.